What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Yay! Yay. Hey, uh, this is Core DLG hanging out as usual with little brother Nico. That's probably me. Um, Still no Captain Joey Savage. He's actually on holiday. Uh, He's taking the traditional European holiday, which is a full month. Uh, Which is two years. Yeah, 98 light years. Wait, is that a distance? It's time and distance. Is he moving away? No. I don't know what's happening. Or towards us? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure which way light travels. In all directions, I'm assuming? Both ways? Is is light by? What's happening? I don't, I don't know. This it is a spectrum. It It is on a spectrum. That's fair. Um, nah, never mind. I can't say that <laughs> Won't say that part. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, we, don't worry, though. We got Jarek stopping by. He's going to do the top three with us, like I promise. And uh, we also have a secret interview coming up at the end of it's the show. It's a secret? It's a secret. So, you have to stay tuned. We got a lot going on today. A lot going on today. Um. Anyway, man, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. Just okay. I mean, I've, like I've given up saying I'm doing good because it's never right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, aren't you a sad muppet? And I was even gonna ask why just okay, but now I don't care because it sounds like there's a lot going on and I'm not equipped. You Fair know? enough. You know, it's it's better I never know. <laughs> Sometimes it'd be like that. <laughs> I just want the plausible deniability so that when you do something crazy, I can be like, ah, you know what? You always seem so nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the real. It's the build-up for this moment I've been waiting for. <laughs> wow, this went dark. You this know what? You saw the Joker movie a month ago, and now it's in you. Now it's all over. Yeah, it's in you I now. saw it a month ago. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> it's what, last like, week? It's been like two weeks, yeah. I, I have no sense of time anymore. I might be a coma patient. Um, <laughs> I, feel like I feel like I woke up. It was two years ago. <laughs> what, my Rip Van Winkle? I sometimes when I wake up, like, I have that thought where I'm like, oh, my God, how long has it been? And it's been, like, nine minutes. (laughs) You've been asleep for all of eight seconds, and you're like, oh, God, I feel like years have passed. (laughs) Thank God. Thank God it's still 2019. Like, that's the real pain. You're going to wake up on (laughs) You're going to wake up when the year changes and be, like, completely destroyed. Nico, don't act like I couldn't sleep through a year. Like, don't (laughs) act like for a second. I am am perpetually in danger of closing my eyes and waking (laughs) up in a whole future that i didn't even create that's fair like i could wake up i mean the last human on earth one day like it's just robots in me and they're like how did you get here and i was like i took a nap i don't know like <laughs> and they're like wow that's really impressive i'm like this unit is broken yeah i know i am sorry buddy i took a nap I'm like i don't know i don't know whatever um before we get too far into anything let me do the adventure begins comics games and more hanging out right there on 1488 these guys are the best. It's clean, well-lit, family-friendly. I love the guys over there. The adventure begins. We're doing a lot of cool stuff with them. It's where I play my Dungeons and & Dragons. And tonight... Tonight. Tonight tonight. Tonight or not tonight. That is the question. Tonight, I will be there playing Heroclix with little brother Nico. Probably me. Scratching the sheet because I'm going to be winning. Yeah. Champion. Champion. Yeah. So you didn't even deny it. I won. That's what that is. Uh, also on Friday, also tonight from 5 to 8 p.m. is Argent Saga. It's a new collectible card game. Um, and then also Saturday is local comic shop day all day. This is the biggie. You go out and support your local comic shop. They got a lot of cool stuff going on. Also, if you're a loyalty member and you've been getting those loyalty points, you get to come in and spend them. Oh, yeah. They got a tons of exclusive swag that you can only get. Swag. With those points. Um, that was my hype. That was my hype voice. And then Sunday, November 24th is D&D Adventurers League. $5 to play or spend $5 in store to play for free, 4 to 8 p.m. Um. Nice. Yeah, man. I'm, I like that. Man, those are my guys. I'm starting to really, really build a bond with, we're going to be doing a, a charity event with them, helping out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. December 13th, what we're going to do, they're having their holiday party. The staff is going to be given the night off. We are doing the Nerd Thug Takeover, and all proceeds from that night when we step in, and there's going to be a specific time, I'm going to have more details for you in a little while, is uh, going to go to a charity of Mr. Bill's choice. Mr. Bill is the owner-operator of Adventure Begins, and he's a great dude. The, the charity is Let's Bring Them Home. It brings home soldiers for the holidays. For the holidays. Class four and below. So, like, these are just, like, the guys who are like, oh, I'm off, but I got $9. Right. Yeah, they're not making the bank. They're not, They're not like, officers and stuff. These, these are the dudes who are out there getting it done for us. Um, 
just want to get see their family. They, they do. They just want to see their family, and everyone deserves off, Christmas. And honestly, there. they've earned it. Right. Um, you know, we do whatever we want in this world, in this country, because of all the freedoms that we get, and we get those freedoms because guys who give up their freedoms to go over and do the stuff that we don't really want to do. That, that's the honest answer there. So let's bring them home. Uh, we're going to be helping out December 13th, uh, and all the proceeds go to the charity. They buy plane tickets for soldiers, bringing them home. It's real cool. It is. It's a real small charity. Uh, they are 501C, so everything's legit, and Mr. Bill's going to be matching. Every, uh, he's already donated $1,000 in preparation, and we're going to everything everything over the 1000 he's going to continue to match. Wow. So what we want to do is we want to we want to buy the store out December 13th. That's the correct answer. That's the Nerd Thug takeover. We're going to be out there. We're going to try and get everybody to spend a bunch of money and it's all going to be for a good cause. Um and so yeah, that's going to be a fun thing. That's going on. I'm excited about that. Uh that's one part ad, one part do your part. Okay? Makes sense. That means if you can hear me speaking December 13th, you go to the adventure begins and you help me spend money and bring troop bring troops home. Um how you been? What have you been up to? Uh, not a whole lot. Okay. Really? Honestly? I, I honestly... Uh, what is, what's new? I regret asking you that question. <laughs> uh, you could say the same thing about yourself. Whoa. Whoa. Do you know what's what, new with what, me? What? I've been super busy. Super busy? Tons of meetings, tons of calls. Oh, yeah. Uh, which <laughs> what you don't know, because you don't come to work at the Nerd Thug offices every day. Because it's is, your house. <laughs> is we are slam-packed with stuff. We? Just stuff. Who else is working here? D- me. Um, <laughs> no, that's not true. We have brought on someone to help marketing. Uh, her name is Lady. Uh, she is a model. She is wonderful. She is a marketing guru. Uh, I've worked with her on a couple other things on the side. So you start seeing some posts with us tagged from her. You start seeing this beautiful redhead posting things that say the adventure begins. It's not a trick. I mean, I tricked her into it. It's not a trick, though. It's on purpose. Check them out. Uh, we're we're going to start doing, like, uh, we're trying to set up a t-shirt art contest. Uh, so we can get some new designs, uh, and her and her model friends will pose in the shirts for you. Cool. Get some photos, get cool. some recognition, do some fun stuff. Um, yeah. So like I said, the offices have been busy. Okay, Nico. You know, maybe if you invited me to a couple office parties, I wouldn't be. So oh angry. my lord! Oh my lord! Ugh. The sad life of the Nico, the twenty-year-old who can't get invited to his own office party because he wouldn't come even if I did. That's the thing. <laughs> Twenty-one years old, and yes, <laughs> if I told you right now that there was a huge party here tomorrow, not only would you not show up, you would show up late to the next thing and then act surprised that you missed the party. I would still be offended. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, "You had the party? Yeah, yeah, it was yesterday." Like I said, ah. <laughs> I'm really not that disgusted about it. Like I'm just kind of like I wouldn't enjoy parties anyways. So I'm very quiet. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the last party. I think it was the ugly sweater party. It wasn't even really a party. Yeah, that went like the head count got real small real fast on that one. <laughs> it was like what eight of us there. When we walked in, and then like two minutes after we walked in, it was down to four. <laughs> I'm gonna real exciting party atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, Although my sweater was pretty baller, so was yours. I just got rid of that sweater. I heard it. Yeah, I, he- I heard it go away. <laughs> that sweater was in my room, and I kept kicking it all the time because it was on top of stuff. And bells would ring nonstop in my room. <laughs> it was a funny sweater for like an hour, and then it was the most obnoxious thing ever. It was a Christmas sweater with uh, like just, bells just all over like a Christmas tree. And so as I moved, like I just I sounded like the reindeer's landing. Right, and you're so animated when you talk. Oh my god! A lot god. of times it was just like. It was like having like a band play backup as I as I would explain things. <laughs> it's really fun. No, it's <laughs> I had fun. <laughs> uh, I um, enjoyed it all the way through because I am a twelve year old. <laughs> that's fair. I can't argue that. Um, yeah. So I've been playing around a lot with the uh, with the Disney Plus in the office. You been watching that Baby Yoda show? Uh, no. I I mean I it's two episodes. I'm all caught up. Uh, <laughs> I d- uh, so they have a bunch of the animated stuff on there. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize they kept rebooting Spider-Man. Oh yeah, there's like a ton of different. There's like there's what, like four. Five, yeah, like there's four. like four or five Spider-Man cartoons on there, and they don't even have the spectacular Spider-Man on there. So there's like five or six. Yeah, so there's even one they're missing, and they've got like four or five already on there. Uh, and the newest one is very spectacular Spider-Man, mm, with like 
the new characters are all in the background, like the Spider Girl, Spider Gwen, and Miles. Mm-hmm. All in the fourth episode, they've all already been introduced. So they're obviously going down this path. But um, I mean, it's it's interesting. There's a lot going on. But I, I, I'm a little weirded out that there's a bunch of stuff that it will, like I'm reading, will never come over. Like Fox still owns, I think, the streaming and DVD rights to like some of the X Men stuff. So, like the X Men movies aren't on here. Um, and then the Spider-Man live-action movies are saying will probably never come over because Sony is actively still making Spider-Man. Um, so there's just a lot of weird stuff. Um, well, yeah, like, as Disney's, like, gone and, like, Pac-Man, like, a lot of the industry up, like, there's still, like, really weird specific things that are like, no, you can't have this. Right, and then, well, and then there's a lot of, like, long contracts that they have to wait out, right? Right, and it's like, well, we, we had the streaming rights for, like, eight years. We didn't think anyone would buy Fox. You know, right, like, so. That wasn't on the table, you know, like, right. two years ago. Right, so you've got, like, five more years to wait, bro. <laughs> right. Um, I mean. It, like, this is literally the last outcome I was thinking was going to happen. I mean, and listen, to all, you know, and all, it is a cool thing, though. Like, um, No, it's super awesome, but, like. How much time do we have? Like, a minute. <laughs> Uh, you got to check out the the uh, like the the Imagineering documentary. I'm sure everyone has, but essentially it talks about how the opening of Disney went, and it also talks about how the grand opening was a mess, and they spent about four times over the projected budget. Oh yeah, and the newspapers and the news were like ridiculing Disney the entire opening month, but they had their millionth guest three months into their grand opening. Whoa. And you're talking like 1960s. Whoa. Um, Did you know that the first person to go to Disney World has a lifetime ticket? What a jerk. Is it you? No, it's not me. Oh, okay. I mean, because like, you would tell me if you had a lifetime ticket, right? No. I didn't think so. Um, anyway, yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff that's in the background of the Imagineering thing, so like, I really think it's worth watching. The history of Disney is real interesting to watch unfold. It's weird to think how many people told those guys they were stupid. Oh, yeah. Banks were denying him loans. People were telling him there's no way it would work. His brother was the financier, like, ran the, m- the money for Disney, and he, his brother was like, we can't afford to do this. They had to cash in insurance policies. Like, it's weird to think how many people were telling Disney, like, it can't happen. And then think of the juxtaposition now that that's on the, the Disney Plus streaming network where they own everything is this documentary about how everyone told them they, they could never do it. Don't believe the haters. Don't believe the haters. You can do whatever you want unless it's be Disney because they already did that. Uh, all right. We're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. Jarek's going to jump in. We're going to do the weekly top three. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up? Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here on this special Friday afternoon. And just like I promised all week long, Jarek is back. I'm back. What's up, buddy? How are you? It's it's great. This is uh, Adventure Begins Jarek. He's coming back because we're going to do a little getting to know Jarek in this week. That's actually my full name, too. Getting it's to know Jarek? No, the Adventure Begins Jarek. Oh. Yeah. Well, your parents really had a plan for you. They really I, did. I, I, that's it, nice. You know, 25 years later, it worked out perfectly. It's a little weird because my parents named me Do Nothing Corey. It couldn't be more <laughs> wrong. Like, oh, wait. No, actually, that, that feels pretty accurate, actually. Yeah. Wow. Mm. It's got heavy. It's got, it's got dark. <laughs> uh, while I'm dealing with my self-esteem, Nico, tell everybody about Cox ATA. Cox ATA, leader in ATA martial arts with three convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in the Woodlands, and one in Magnolia. You can hear us on the radio right now. There's a Cox ATA location near you. Uh, mention Nerd Thug Radio. Get two free weeks of training. Unfortunately, 
by the time you're hearing this, we we only have a week left in November here. It's true. Basically. Uh, and you still take advantage though. Still take advantage of this this fantastic deal. Um, they do do have kids trained for free. That's right. Um, for the rest of November, uh, they have all kinds of different courses available. If you're three, if you're ninety three, Taekwondo, Tai Chi, uh, self defense, they have all kinds of different courses available. Uh, just a great family friendly people. It's a wonderful place. Mention Nerd Thug Radio. Get two free weeks of training. They teach life skills. They build leaders, and they leave a legacy. That's right. I don't remember if you said, but they're in all three locations. The yeah, Conroe, Magnolia, and the Woodlands. Cox ATA. Uh, great people. Good people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said previously. I don't. I don't know if I want to call them family, but that's only because that means they they try to get gifts at Christmas. You know. That makes sense. I don't do. I don't want to. No. You know. Keep the stocking circle tight. Keep it tight. Keep it tight. Keep the stocking circle tight. All right, Jarek. Um, this week. For the weekly top three, we're going to do three nerdy passions of the Jarek. Oh, nice. This is this is getting to know the Jarek. Okay. The passions of the Kreitz, if you will. I keep forgetting that's your last name. That would be yeah. way better. Like, I'm <laughs> not <laughs> any good at this. Huh. It's, yeah. I mean, hell, my, um, you know, my, all my, my handles or stuff, it's just Kreitz Almighty. It's great. I love it. <sighs> it's so Every time gorgeous. I say it, I get, like, you know, size. Everyone, there's always people like, Nice. <laughs> <laughs> First they're disgusted, but then they're like, "Yeah, I'm cool." That's with actually that. pretty good. Yeah, no, I'm all right. You know what? In hindsight, what up? Yeah. All right. So why don't we start off here? We usually go in ascending order. So what's the number three? Number three thing I'm nerdy about. All right, I nerd over. Yes. Um, honestly, probably Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I'm a nerd. I like to write things, and so it's the perfect time for me to you know tell stories with other people and. Have them completely destroyed because they want to do their own thing. Uh, like, I don't know, uh, string up bandits in the woods and call themselves the sheriff and just burn down an Listen, entire lumberyard. I didn't it's, break, it's really specific. I don't know why, but it's just something that just came to mind. I didn't break the story at all. No, you didn't. I killed those people fair and square, and yeah. I get to hang them up if I want because I'm it's, the sheriff. That's what you do. You're the sheriff now. <laughs> yeah. uh, look um, at him. Yeah. That's right. Uh, okay. So, how long have you been doing the Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, I've been doing it since, like, uh, I've been dungeoning and dragoning since. I don't know, 2011, so that's okay. about eight years. All right, so Dungeons & Dragons has been like on a big rise here in probably the last three yeah. to four years. Yeah. What do you want to do? You, do you just 100% give it to Stranger Things? I think Stranger Things helps a lot. It was a hu- it, it's a, it still is a huge pop culture icon, and I think um, having them play Dungeons & Dragons really helped make it more mainstream. Um, I think part of it, too, is just people are connecting with people through it. I think um, I think that's probably the bigger is that now that everyone social media is making it easier for people to find each other. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. that that's the thing is I had been saying for a couple of years, we had been saying for a few years just uh, behind the scenes of the show. Oh, we want to do what we want to do. What we want to we want to play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And we finally all got together. We sat down one time and it was all day and we had a great time. And then it was a matter of ever getting it scheduled again. Yeah. And it became really hard. But with the internet, everyone is just like, I want to play on Tuesday. And then it just happens. And you can find people who want to play on Tuesday. Exactly. And it's great. And there's also a whole bunch of resources like uh, D&D Beyond, um, Roll20. There's a whole bunch of online platforms you can now use to also play. I mean, you're playing with probably complete strangers at that point, but that's... But if you but like that's just as fun, right? Like, yeah, because I mean, now you don't know what you're getting into, and they could be true. really good. But there's also you know the chance to crit fail whatever you're doing, and now you're playing with, I don't know, Ed Gein. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Uh, okay. Real quick before we go any further on it, grade me so far after a month. After this is only the second time I've ever played Dungeons and Dragons. Third yeah, time. Third. Okay. Um, not bad. I'll give you All a right. um, seven and a half. A seven and a half out yeah, of five. Out of that five. is a really that's great. good. I mean, um, <laughs> that's fantastic. But I mean, everyone knows the best score you can get is uh, twelve out of seven. Oh, so I mean, seven oh. and a half out of five is still pretty good, but it's not the oh. best. I don't. You're fired. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, okay, so seven and a half. All right, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. I think. It's, I think it's. We're still learning your character. We're still learning what you want to do. And I think uh, murder people be the sheriff. Bury people. Yeah, yeah. And I think <laughs> Look, um, that's what you want to do. I can't yeah, stop. That's you. what you want to do. <laughs> this is it, man. I'm sorry. Um, but no, I think you're good. I think you're you're getting into it, and I think everyone else is too. And so it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun so that's far. That's good. That's good. Where do you get? You said you like to kind of write stories and then have people. How do you yeah. feel? So okay, so you write a whole thing. You said how much time do you? How much prep time do you put into creating a story? Um, when it comes to like getting an idea, it's could be anywhere from spur of the moment, couple minutes to I can just be thinking for weeks trying to think of what the next big thing is. Um, it really it's you gotta wait till creativity hits you. Then once you know what you want, it's really you take as much time as you need. 
Um, I can usually do I, – I, I plan out points throughout the weeks leading up to the next session. Um, but then usually a day, the day before, so for us it would be Mondays, I really – I sit down I pen out what the key points I want to hit mm-hmm. are going to be, and we go from there. I don't try to go too far in advance because the issue with that is things change. Uh, Nico could want to be like, cool, I want to burn down the town I should be saving. And now it's like, cool, I guess, go for it. And now that's a complete wrench in my plans and it has to be something different. So do you, is it, do you feel like it's always yes and, like the role of the Dungeon Master? To an extent. Um, so like if Nico does want to burn the town down, you'd kind of just roll with it? There needs to be I, – I think – that's a part of it. You want to have, you want everyone to be having fun. You what if everyone. he's like lawful good and then he goes, I want to burn the town down. Do, then you, do you challenge him on that? And that's that? my challenge. It'll be like, cool, Nico, uh, you're a lawful good paladin of like, I don't know, Paylor, who's like the god of, you know, righteousness and annoying things. Um, why? Holy flame. Holy flame. Just, there it is. <laughs> Boom. And like, if you can't give <laughs> me cleanse, a good answer. Cleanse this in holy fire. <laughs> the bigger the fire, the holier the flame. <laughs> wow. Okay. So yeah. that got like, yeah, now Radically. I'm just turbo religious zealot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, it's. I mean, there's radical. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> radical. I've waited for this day my whole life. <laughs> this is it. It makes sense now. The look and everything. I can see it. Yeah. I, um, oh, I tell him he looks super not Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> Very not Hispanic. Um. But no, I think there is a there is a cha- there needs to be a little bit of a challenge if it seems out of place, and that's it's, it's up to a good DM can see that and kind of. That's know, fair. Write it. Um. How do you feel when people just kind of poop all over your plan? Um, I take it as a challenge, actually. Not like a, I'm going to get you a challenge, but more of a cool, where can we go from here? Um, that's why I like, I, I love like DMing because people will bring up things I never thought of, and I can throw that into the overarching story. Like your sheriff thing, for instance, I keep going back to because yeah. it's, it's, it's honestly it's something I think is really clever. And so I, right. there's, I, I feel I like a great Dungeons and Dragons. There's going to be something in here about you know, just some folklore about you know the, the sheriff's going to get you. Yeah, I'm bad. building the terrible riddle of the sheriff right exactly. now. The history, I am history. Uh, all right, so I feel like we've milked the butter here. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's a saying. I don't know. I'm not from Wisconsin. I don't know all the cheese phrases. Yeah, we definitely skinned this cat for sure. Oh, cheese phrases. Never mind. Uh-huh, hey. See. Why is, what did the cat do in Wisconsin? I don't know, man. I don't get it. It's a phrase. Wow. Have you never heard this phrase? Listen, Nerdthug Radio is pro cat skin on cats, okay? Okay. Okay? We like to keep the cat skin on the cats. All Perfect. Right? I don't, I'm not, I'm going to give out your email address for people to send you emails about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is the number two thing, Jared? Uh, probably Star Wars, honestly. I know it's, it's. You know, I'm a nerd. I'm a kind of a pop culture nerd at times, and that's okay. that's, that's that's new pop culture now. And it's 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 I've always loved it, and I now know, it's I new it's and great. cool again. It's new and cool again. Is it new and cool again? I think so. I you mean, think so? The mouse can put out as many Disney movies as they want, or Disney products and like TV shows, entertainment. I'll still watch it and see it. Um, How do you feel about Star Wars, like right now, as 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 you called him, the mouse is handling it? I don't have a problem with it. There's been a few, like one or two things inside, like a movie that I don't like, but I think the overall direction is in a good place. It's um, Star Wars has kind of always been the Skywalker story, uh, especially the main like cinematic canon for stuff. It's 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 all about the Skywalkers and it's you know what what their legacy is. And since this is like the upcoming movie is the last Skywalker film. This is this is finishing the, the story of this the is, Skywalkers. This is the Skywalker finale. They're doing a lot of really good things to open the doors up to all the various other things. The Mandalorian brings out a lot of really cool things going out in the Outer Rim. Um, like what happens when, you know, an empire collapses and there is no central government? Um, what happens there? Uh, in the newest trilogies, uh, you know, you have these – the last scene of what, – what's the last one? Um, last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, you see this kid use the force to grab a broom, and they're, you, they're talking about these stories, and it's, it's – where does that go now? And I think they're opening the doors for more really cool storytelling that doesn't have to relate to, well, they're the chosen ones. I hate everything. Uh, I can see that. You're I, that no, no, I don't – let me – no, let me, <laughs> let me be clear. I think the Star Wars universe is cool. Yeah. I hate – how Skywalker centric everything has been, and you're yeah. right to say that these three trilogies, three trilogies, have been about the Skywalker family. 
It's yeah. been my biggest complaint. Yeah. Is they've created all these great, cool things, and then they kick them out of the way to give you 20 more minutes of Mark Hamill. Yeah. And you're like, I was like, wait, can we, talk can, we, can we go back over there? Like, <laughs> yeah. what were yeah. we just talking about? And then they're just like, no, no, Mark Hamill's drinking blue milk. Shut up. <laughs> and you're like, but I, didn't, I, don't, I don't care. Like, that was cooler. No, no. Blue milk straight from the teeth, even better. So, like, Samuel L. Jackson had a purple lightsaber. Yeah. And then they talk about how he, Mace Windu is like, one of the most like dramatically powerful force users. Yeah, and you see none, none of, of that. You see him behead a behead a loving father, and they get thrown <laughs> out of a window. Um, and you see none nothing. of it. And you're he just, was cooler in the Clone Wars. He, he was. was the animated version was cooler, and like I think the other stuff has been better. Although I do think it it was some super flimsy logic in the episode two where you where Boba Fett or Jango Fett. They make clones of Jango Fett to create an army to battle the army of robots that already exist. If they're building battle, if they're building armies of robots, why not just build your own robots? Like, because how did we not get? How did we get somewhere where we had to make clones of people? Because the clones are neat and they're expendable. <laughs> the clones are a cool thing. What's also, more expendable than robots? Clones, <laughs> clones. You but can clones just grow are people. More. Also, know. why are the Jedi totally cool with creating artificial people to just send in to die? Yeah, and versus it's making it's super, robots. It's even more. It's even more messed up when you find out that like they since they double aged by like ten years, they're all like fifty years old. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like part of it too, the Jedi didn't know that was happening. This is me getting to the, like the. They walked it. to Kamino. They saw the weird <laughs> neck aliens. After right. this is this is after but none the of them order were mad. was already there. But none of them were mad about it. No, none of them went. Who did this? <laughs> All right, so yeah, Obi Wan goes there and he's like, uh, "What do I do?" We've and got an army, master. We now have an army, and they're just like, "Okay, I, uh, neat." But no one's like, "Who gave this guy a PO?" Like, why did we even process this order? Who made? And then of all the things, like it's Django Fett, but they don't make an army of mercenaries with jetpacks flying around, laser shooting things. No, they're, they're they make too an army expensive. of guys in the brightest uniforms humanly possible who apparently can't see when they shoot. No, they're they're no, way more accurate. Those are different. Yeah, stormtroopers are are people and they suck. Yeah, clones. Clone troopers are like genetically enhanced to be the best. So okay, here's but my they follow double up. age till they die. Yeah. So here's like, my follow up. Why didn't we just keep making more clone troopers? Why did we then stop and move over to people troopers? I don't know. Probably think, it's yeah. probably. I'm just gonna blame the neck aliens. They seem to be the first. Yeah, yeah. they were some uh, ugly think, people too. I think lore wise, Palpatine like bombards the planet, destroys everything, so there's no evidence for them. And to it's do also it against like, him. Oh it's, yeah, because you can't yeah. make a clone of a clone because you don't have thousands of them just lying no, around. No, because at the age of ten, they're dead. <laughs> this is stupid. You see my problem with this? This is some weak movie logic. We're gonna jump out to a break. We come back. We got more Nerdthug Radio. Jarek top three coming your way. What up? Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe. We are finishing up our Getting to Know Jarek Top 3 right here at Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out on this lovely, lovely Friday. Um, okay, Jarek, we've, we've done number three, which was... I don't remember now. Yeah, no, I, I don't, don't remember, remember either. Now. And then uh, number two was Star Wars. Obviously. Number three was Dungeons and Dragons. Number it was. two was Star I was Wars. Testing you. I knew it. Um, what is your number one favorite nerd thing? All right. So um, if there's one thing. Please I can tell say, me I know what this is. Uh, there's one thing I can say that myself and Stephen Colbert have in common. Oh, okay. It's uh, Lord of the Rings. I'm not nearly as much of a nerd as he is, but I, I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's like, that's easily my top, top nerd thing. I, listen. 
I didn't know anything about them until the movies. I was never yeah. a guy who who had read the books. The movies were so amazing. Yeah. That I then discovered that there was the whole lore. I've still never read the books just because they're more than like 17 pages. And totally. I realized I yeah. was like, where are the pictures? <laughs> um, I don't read comic books. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, I honestly, I haven't. I read the story of the companions in Dragonlance. Okay. And yeah, so yeah. for me, I was like, that is the same kind of. It's very similar. It's very yeah, similar. Very, yeah. And I and when like I was noticing things in it, I was like, I can't if if I read it and it's better, like I'm gonna poop myself. Like I yeah. can't do that. I can't. This is can't too much. do that. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, and so also the the books are very large, but I do like how out of like the five, the four books, and then the one like short story, they've created like the whole universe, and Colbert is the king of it. He is. Like at this point, like. I feel like you can ask any question, and he'd top his head. He'd tell you exactly what it is. Uh, there was this thing famously that I I still can't get over. They're talking to him. I think it's Rolling Stone magazine is doing a video interview with him. Yes, and he's talking about Tyler the Creator's new song. Yeah, and how it and it, it, has, it has like a familiar beat to it. And he was like, it was such an earworm, and I couldn't get over it. I couldn't yep. get over it. Yep. I couldn't get over it. Finally, I remember where it was from, and then he brings in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's it's the story of like the first king. And the song that they the sing. The song they sing about the story, the, 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 the story fits into. Yeah. It's set in like iambic pentameter or whatever it is. And it's and the like, same rhythm as the I am the very model of a modern major general. And so he he's connected all three of these things. Tyler, the creator, uh, musicals, and then Lord of the Rings. And he's brought them all. And like it is such a Stephen Colbert interview. Yeah, it is specifically such a uh, Pirates thing. of Penzance for musicals. If you Pirates, want to be. is that is that where that's, that's from? Pirates is. of Penzance. Yeah. yeah, is that uh, Andrew Lloyd White? Andrew Lloyd Webber? It's his lesser-known brother, Andrew Lloyd uh, Wrong, actually. Wah, 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 wah. I, I don't know who it is top of my head. Oh, that. I'm not a gonna be, nerd. thought no. you were going to be that guy. No. Oh, well, actually, actually <laughs> it's, so, it's by Christopher Walken. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. Christopher Walken. I know <laughs> zero <laughs> hey, people who have made uh, I'm going to make a musical. Hey, oh, they're going to be singing in it. They'll be singing about pirates. Um... His Jeez. music video, Weapon of Choice, yes. is the most disturbing and wonderful thing. It's amazing. It's three it, like if you could do three minutes of any actor not talking, singing, dancing, it's it's specifically Weapon of Choice. Yeah, it's yeah. it's amazing because I, I didn't realize he was classically trained. Yeah, and then he's on the wires and he's like flying through this hotel and you're yeah. just like, I can't watch anything else. Also, Moby had like a moment in my life where like the Moby soundtrack was like oh yeah. perfect for me, and so not soundtrack that that album. Was oh, it yeah, Play yeah. or whatever it was called? I think it might have just been called Moby. I don't actually know what it was called now. Um, but anyway, Weapon of Choice was from that. Yeah. And No, Weapon of Choice is Fatboy Slim. Yeah. So what Moby album is the name of that one? Oh, man, it doesn't matter now. I'll, that'll bother me forever now. <laughs> I'm have to we'll Google never know an entire <laughs> section of Corey's life that I'll never know. <laughs> Because yeah. it was defined by this one album where so he doesn't Mo- know he, did, he did a bunch of, like, uh, blues samples into, like, techno music. It was, like, Fast and Furious kind of started that little craze for a yeah, minute. Yeah, Where there were a bunch of, like, sort of, like, techno-y electronica songs, but, like, that had these, like, elements of old-style, like, R&B and rhythm and blues. And Moby did this whole album of it. And it was just, for whatever reason... I, I couldn't not that play was that out. You yeah. got it, man. You understood what he was going Moby. for. You <laughs> were picking up what he was putting down. <laughs> you were smelling record, what that man was stepping in. Mo- Moby doesn't carry a lot because he's a tiny guy. So <laughs> like, but I found it. Like I was like, this, was is, there. this is it. <laughs> uh, apparently, he released a book recently where he said he was dating Natalie Portman when they were younger. And but like she, she totally yeah, was like, yeah. no, we never no, dated. We did creepy. not. Yeah. Matter of fact, I remember you as the guy who was following me home to my dorm one night. Not what you want to hear about yourself 30 years later. Right. Like, how many people am I going to find out later I wasn't dating at all? They were just like, I was just nice to you because I didn't want to be the first one to die. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes you, you got to wonder, like, how badly did you misread something when you were like, there's definitely times, because I don't pick up on social cues. So there's definitely times I'm sitting somewhere and someone finally is just like, we were actually waiting for you to leave to keep talking again. And I've been like, oh. Oh, like right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, I gotta go. <laughs> uh, but so, like, yeah. I just you sometimes you gotta wonder how many like did you misread? And apparently, Moby's no better than anyone else at that. So bad at it, he thought he had a girlfriend that he didn't have. Yeah. Do you think he's now like going back over everything? And he's like, <laughs> "Is my life real? Was <laughs> I even invited to prom? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what did I graduate from? What what album did I actually yeah. write? <laughs> what is the name of it? Because I don't know. This? I don't I know don't anymore." Know. 
I think it was just push play or something. It doesn't yeah. sound right. I don't know. Um, all right. So I thought you were gonna say Warhammer 40k. I mean, I, I I'm into it as like a hobby. You're always playing on that on Fridays when we come up there to play the Hero Clicks, well, which we're there yeah. every Friday. Come hang out with us. Yeah. And um, you're and you're working, I'm and then working you're also you're doing the Warhammer. I'm, I'm measuring out my stuff, and I'm you know. It is my little so plastic. ridiculous because he's terrible at it. He loses every time. I've, he's yeah. the Nico of Warhammer 40k. Yeah. Um, no, um, I I, I, enjoy, I enjoy it. It's a great hobby. It's fun to play, and uh, you're told you're a terrible person. I want you to know that. No, me. Um, yeah. I'm not the one who's the one losing and out. playing it. Um, but no, it's it's. <laughs> It's fun. It's makes me think. It, what know. made you get into it? Uh, I know. I'll be, I'll be honest. The discount helped get me get into it. But no, I've, for I've sure, because it is it is a pricey. It's thing. pricey to get yeah. it, like any hobby. But like part of it is I've always had an interest in it. Okay. And so I've like always done uh, like just background information. Um, the lore is really cool. The lore is really cool. I uh, I, I know nothing about the lore. I started following a subreddit. It's called Grimdank. It's their meme subreddit for 40k and all that stuff it's it sounds weird super nerdy i know i'm i, I realize what i look like saying this um, <laughs> it's like it it's a, all of the dank turbo nerd i just want yeah. i just want everyone to know that off the air we did literally 10 minutes of laughing about the um actually guy yeah. and yeah. we're now finding out jarek is the um actually guy and was politely laughing along with us totally yeah um but it's it starts off with these these memes that you don't understand kind of what they're going with and so i'd look it up on you know just the lore page to see what they're talking so about you would do research to find out if it was funnier not honestly yeah <laughs> it, 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 honestly as someone who's getting into it you have no experience i just want you on. to know that you're every comedian's dream right i know because when they're on stage you're like, and they're, wow this is funny yeah <laughs> this is great hey, turns out this is fantastic <laughs> this guy every knows comedian what he's talking about in the world right now is like i need an audience full of those guys like i say it they don't laugh but all of their phones light up while they're googling and then they, <laughs> they, they laugh later. Later. Hey. Hey. Um, that's not bad man that's yeah. not bad well i mean like it's it's their memes. So, like, if you know any any meme, and it gets like transferred, like the the cat meme right now with uh, the screaming Cameron Diaz. The cat, um, it's like that's big. And I don't know where that came from. Like, I don't know why Cameron Diaz is mad at a cat in the movie. I don't know what that's from. That at all. image is hilarious, though. It is, and it works on everything. And they do it on like a lot of word ones. But like, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, like tomato, tomato. See, like for me right now, you two are like Cameron Diaz yelling at me. I'm sitting like it's funny. <laughs> No, you're I'm not. At me I, and it's great. I'm not laughing. I'm just sad because I thought you were one of us, and now I've learned you're one of them. Whoa, you're, it's us versus them now, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, Have you not been listening to this show <laughs> forever? Makes sense now, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> sure, it's us versus them. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, um, no, it's it's you, you get into it from the lore, and then uh, next thing you know, you're the little creatures always look cool. I can't yeah. paint. Everyone says that, and they find out they can. I'll be honest. Here's the thing. If I did paint one and it looked good, everyone would make me paint their houses, I feel like. So I can't. I've been there multiple I times I can't risk point. it. I, I painted, can't risk it. I can't remember the amount of times I've painted one figure and I've had like 20 people like, dude, can you do my house next? Well, no, because the second hey, they see you. can you do a portrait of me and my wife? Right. The second they see you have any kind of talent with paint, they're immediately going to be like, can you do my figures? Can you paint my house? Will you spray paint my car? Yeah. Will you help me tag the bridge that says be someone? And next thing you know, <laughs> you're busy all year. And now here we are. Yeah. I've actually had a guy. I'm sitting there just painting in store. It's my normal thing I do on Mondays. And this guy's like, you paint you paint miniature, miniatures, right? I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you want to paint my army too? I just laughed at him. <laughs> it's like, dude, I can't even paint my entire army. Get out of here. You should have said yes and then gave them back to him all white. Just covered in white paint. <laughs> just spray paint them a couple just different colors and... Hey, man, like, you didn't hey. give me any instructions. Yo, totally nailed it. Uh, Feels like an army now, doesn't it? Creative license. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is my expression. These yeah. are my Jesus socks. Yeah. These are my Jesus socks. <laughs> These are um, my Jesus socks. Perfect. I just... Okay, so we're getting up. We're up against it here. Before you go, what do you, what do people need to know about Jarek and Lord of the Rings? What's um, the thing? It's great. I don't know. It's What it, made you love Lord of the Rings? I saw it when I was when I like when I was young when the first movie came out and it just caught on. Uh, I think did, I I, really I, I love that kind of story. Um, you know, it's it's romanticized. It's you know, no one becomes a hero. So someone who is literally no one is the one who can save the day in the end. I think that's really cool. And um, all right, I don't know. It's and they're, they're just, I'm like the characters are I'm, great. I'm like yelling at Elijah Wood by like the third book yeah, or the third yeah. movie. I'm and I'm like Rudy, just throw him in the lava. Just yeah, throw him in, yeah. Rudy. Um, but do you, no. play, do you ever play the video games for Lord yeah, of the Rings? Yeah. Oh man, those are surprisingly good. Those, yeah, they're honestly. really hard. The, the the two towers one is incredibly hard yeah, for the PlayStation because yeah. they do the whole Helm's Deep battle and like you're running around and outnumbered. And I had the little flame arrows on at that point. I'm just setting people on fire nonstop, just waiting for people to die while they burn to death. Oh, yeah. 
Dark? Dark. Oh. Are oh. we still talking about like the game or real life? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, actually. Uh, all right. So with that, we're going to jump out here. Thank you very much for helping us this week, Jarek. Yeah, of course. Glad to be here. Uh, make sure to stop by The Adventure Begins. Come hang out with Jarek. He doesn't do much, it sounds like, because he's... Paints miniatures. Who's your oh, favorite you know, faction? Com- hmm? Who's your favorite faction for 40K? Uh, Alpha Legion. Um, I'm, I, I like my uh, my sneaky boys. Whack. Orcs all the way, boys. Orcs <laughs> what's that all orc the boys? way. <laughs> the boys. The orcs, boys. Orc boy party. Uh, all right. Man, I, I could picture you at an orc boy party, and I don't even know what it is. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> like, if Nico texts me tomorrow, I was like, hey, what are you up to? And he's like, can't talk at an orc boy party. <laughs> Wouldn't even... I would believe that night. Like, I'd just be like, snap me some pics, bro. <laughs> Uh, all right, with that, we're going to jump out here to a break. When we come back, i got a special interview that I've been promising all day. We're going to have a great week here. We're going to finish strong on that. Thanks for listening. We'll be back. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested. In self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses, be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe. As promised today on Nerd Thug Radio on 104.5 and 106.1, the sister stations. Corey DLG here with little brother Nico. And like I said, we, uh, we're going to get ready to debut our secret special guest for today's episode. Um, we were talking about it all day and right here with us, uh, talking about his new comic book, Immortal Blood, on Webtoons, is Zell. How you doing, man? How you guys doing? We're doing great. Thank you very much for coming on, man. I'm excited about this. We actually met with Webtoons at Comic Palooza, and I've I've written about them a little bit on uh, my sports map stuff, but we haven't had a chance to get with any creators yet. So this is exciting for us. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good uh, platform for um, you know people to get their stuff out there. Well, okay, let's start there then, because that'll be a fun place to start. Because we like to we like to show people the path, so we're not just the only guys having a good time. What was that like submitting and getting started on webtoons? Um, really, it's a it's a it's a free to it's a free to use application. So, um, it sort of works similar to uh, YouTube, where the you know anybody can use it, anybody can read. Um, it's a lot of content on there. So you know if you have any free time, it's a it's a really good application to use if you you know want to get into any indie or web comics. Um, and it, you know, it's pretty easy, you know, uh, uploading everything. And so was there, know, was they, there any sort of like filter or criteria process or did you created it and you uploaded it there and they said, good, good for us. Yes. Yeah. So you can pretty much upload any content you want. Uh, they do have guidelines. Um, you know, they want you to basically own the, the work that you, that you're posting on there. Um, they don't want you to plagiarize anyone else's work, obviously. And, um, you know, they want you to pretty much keep it, you know, um, friendly. You can have adult themed content. You just have to, you know, click a button that tells people that it's adult themed content, or you can, you know, have whatever it is that you, you know, want to do. So it's horror, comedy, action, fantasy, you know, so it allows you to really, uh, tell people what it is that they're going to be reading before they, you know, start reading. Very cool. Uh, now you mentioned it needs to be, you need to own it. And so obviously that means you own immortal blood. So tell me about your baby there, Z. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've been working on it for a few years. Um, and it's, it's very heavily anime manga inspired. Um, yeah, very good looking by the way. Great looking. Uh, we, we got a chance to check it out. Very pretty. Keep talking though. Thank you. Thank you. 
it's uh you know it's uh Japanese culture um but it, it's going to be a lot of different cultures mixed in there so they're going to run into different you know people from medieval and uh you know uh, people from like uh Greek Greece and Egypt and different places you know kind of all because they're going to be participating in this tournament called the Gladius where there's a hundred swordsmen and they all run around the world trying to find each other to make their way to the number one swordsman. And um, it's kind of like Highlander. It's very cool sounding. I like this. I like this. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's sort of like Highlander and also uh, Afro Samurai. If you ever seen that, okay, okay. Um, with, with another, you know, um, you know, Japanese manga or actually it was an anime that was based on you know uh, people going around finding each other and you know defeating the number one swordsman. Um, but mine has a hundred and you know, it's, it's different, you know, it's, it's very good. And it's a group of, it's a group of friends and they're going around and they have these world treasures. So the world treasures are something that people are trying to find and use, uh, for evil and nefarious purposes. And the immortal blood is one of those treasures. It's actually one of the more powerful of those treasures. And you actually run into it um, the first chapter. You see the immortal blood, but there's secrets to it that they don't find out until much later in the story. Very cool. So it sounds kind of sounds very like traditional standard uh, Japanese anime kind of entertainment where they always there's building and there's always more stuff to come. And you start you start at a simple place and then you get into these giant complicated conversations. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's trying to you're trying to lay you know, uh, the foundation. So then, like, later on when you read stuff, you're like, oh, I see he left breadcrumbs early on. And, you know, it's pretty cool. So so that in mind, do you want to you kind of walk walk me through your creative process, like world building? Like, what ideas came first? And what did you lay out first before you were like, I want to add to this? Okay. Um, well, I had the uh, concept of the um, tournament first. Okay. Where the gladius, okay. where you know these hundred swordsmen are running around, but then I was thinking like, hey, you know, um, so when you first encounter the immortal blood, because if you read it on webtoons, you actually see it in the third uh, chapter. And you already have the first four uh, up there for everyone to check out right now. Yes, the first four chapters are up there for everyone to check out right now. Yep. Um, and I release a chapter per every week. What's that um, like? I don't mean to shift gears on you, but what's the, what's that like? The, is that a grueling process for you? It, it is, but you know when you like what you're doing, and I have a lot of the story actually written. Okay. So it's now it's. Are you just doing about? Are you doing art and writing yourself? No. Okay. Well, actually, I work with an artist. Okay. Um. So what happens is, and he's actually his name is Tom, but. Um, he does a lot of the artwork. I come up with a lot of. The, I came up with all the ideas. I feel you. That's, so that's my life, buddy. What happened? <laughs> so you know, it's 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 easier for me to do it that way because I actually do draw, but not you know. It's easier for me to do it in that way because then I can kind of focus on because I have other projects that I want to do too, so I can focus on the other things that I want to do. So how but, much um, how much content goes into the because I see it's the side, the up down scrolling, so like yes. you read comic books as well. So how many pages is that? Do you feel like you're creating a week? Well, it's only five pages. Okay. So it's it's pretty it's pretty manageable um, when you're thinking about five pages. Yeah, because as long as um, somebody's staying on that page a day pace, and you gave yeah. yourself a little bit of lead time, you're working a couple of weeks ahead. That uh, that was one of the things yeah. I was curious about with the webtoons because I know that there's millions of comics on there. By the way, I believe they're up to 20 million users on webtoons. Yeah, um, it's, it's the interesting thing about webtoons. I, I don't mean to cut you off. But no, no, they, go to town. They have, they have, um, they actually have a partnership now with Crunchyroll where they're trying to turn some of their webtoons into anime. So some of their more popular. Anime. Uh, webtoons it's anime so what you're so, saying is we got to you know, get you to the top of the charts then yeah <laughs> <laughs> we got to get yeah. you to those tops so that we can get you on the anime then we'll have you back on you can tell us about how we make cartoons 
I'm in on it. Yeah, let's do it, yeah. Zell. Let's do it all the way. It's uh, it's you know, there's a really, it's a really good, you know, it's there's an end game, you know, to it. So, you know, it's 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 really good. It, you know, the people who run webtoons, they've been doing a, a a really good job in, you know, making their partnerships and stuff like that, and making their, what's, their product appealing. What is that like for? What's your experience so far been with webtoons? Have you? I mean, do you feel like? So it started in South Korea. Do you feel like as they've moved over here to the States um, that it's translated well? Do you, are you comfortable with it? Are you happy with how it goes? I'm, I'm just curious just because you're the first user we've well, gotten the, on the, the show. The interesting thing about Webtoons, they have different servers. So people in South Korea can't yet read um, Immortal Blood. Okay. Only if you're you know, in the United States. Um, and I actually found that out because a friend of mine who, who lives um, – in Asia, they actually tried to read it and they couldn't. Oh, so you got so, cooler friends than I do. Okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they have to. So uh, I, I do think that it, it translated well. It works well. There's a lot of you know different content on there. There's a few other webtoons that I read. Um, haven't caught up with you know you know all because it, they're like way ahead. They've been doing it for years. All right, so I don't mean to cut you off, but we are up against it here. I want to thank you for coming on with us, buddy. Uh, we had a great time okay. talking to you. Uh, so make sure we – the reason I stopped is I want to say this. Make sure everybody goes to Webtoons and searches Immortal Blood written by Z. You're going to find it right there. You're going to check it out. The first four uh, chapters are already up. A new chapter is going to come out every Friday. Is that correct? Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. So get on that. Every Tuesday there's going to be a new chapter out there for you to read of the Immortal Blood. You get to follow the main character as he tries to become the number one swordsman in the entire world. Uh, on behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself, on behalf of Z and Immortal Blood and Cox ATA and Adventure Begins, thank you very much, Conroe. We're going to jump out here. Have a great Friday and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel.